Hey, hi everyone. Uh, my name is Shalaka. I'm client partner here at Lemnis, the customer success all. Uh, I am excited to welcome you today uh, to our latest session. So, uh, in the previous weeks, we met with uh, senior executives at AI Group and then at Circles Life Telco, uh, based out of Southeast Asia. Today, I'm really excited to welcome you and uh, meet with uh, Jamit Doshi, who's uh, been been a great uh, partner with us so far. Uh, quickly, just jumping into introductions. Um, uh, Jemith is a marketing and sales leader with rich BFSI expertise uh, across organizations like Kotak Mahindra Bank, uh, Kotak Securities, Wealth Management, uh, other fintech players like Cover Fox and so on. Uh, he, he currently leads marketing and digital at Aditya Birla Sun Life Insurance. Um, besides being an award-winning marketer, he applies his deep cross-functional acumen to uh, uh, you know, being an advisor at startups, uh, visiting faculty at B schools, and he's also a regular speaker at industry forums. Uh, so Jemit uh, has also has a strong experience of weaving everyday marketing plans into strategy and execution, and he successfully led uh, a whole lot of you know large-scale global teams. So Jemit, it's so nice to have you with us here today. Uh, welcome again. Thank you, Shalaka. Hi, Subra. Hey. So uh, our next speaker, as always, is uh, Subra, right? So Subra is CEO of Lemnisk, uh, which is an innovative customer data platform company. Uh, Lemnisk CDP has capabilities uh, of real-time cross-channel marketing automation on top of the CDP, right? Uh, Subra is an outstanding MarTech and CDP expert who uh, leads the product vision overall uh, evangelization and thought leadership at uh, Lemnisk. Prior to this, he was with Visuri, uh, one of the hot uh, ad tech companies in India. Right? So at Visuri, Subra led various product and business roles and that finally culminated into his role as the CEO. Uh, and that's when he saw Visuri's uh, acquisition by Affil. Right? Uh, now at, uh, at Lemnisk, Subra is also responsible for high level client relationships um, and uh, you know, the future innovation of the product. So just quickly jumping into um, uh, the sections one by one. In the first section, we'll be uh, understanding the unique nature of uh, customer experiences in BFSI. So Jamit, uh, starting with you, uh, if you can just walk us through your professional journey, and I know it has a very rich BFSI component to it, uh, and how you saw the role of CX sort of evolving uh, and how business efforts over time changed uh, to focus on it. Uh, and you know, some of the unique characteristics in the process that you can call out in your industry. And uh, parallelly, Subra, after that, or uh, you know, in parallel to that, you can also speak about Lemnis CDP product because we've had some deep uh, BFSI level customizations in our product, right? So I would like some perspective from you too. Please go ahead. Yeah, hi, thanks, Shilaka. I think, yeah, I've had a long uh, experience with uh, BFSI. It happened quite by accident. When I think when I entered this industry, I didn't even know it was the BFSI industry. I just joined uh, the Kotak group. It was not even a bank at that point of time in the broking space and in sales, trying to do sales and trying to sell broking accounts. Um, I think uh, that time it was the era of internet just had come in 2000. 
uh, odd and that was 20 years ago and i think the biggest thing was the fact that we were giving a broking platform on the internet i think that itself was a consumer experience instead of calling up a broker or a somebody you know and trying to park uh, uh, out orders into the phone you could with a click of a few buttons you could buy and sell shares but over a period of time um, i realized that what people expect out of bfsi uh, just kept growing kept growing kept growing earlier it was just fundamentally access then they wanted access to various different products and the whole uh, game was how how better and better can you put in how many more products can you put in in gold can you put in bonds can you put in mutual funds etc and uh, i am so surprised no not surprised i'm so pleased that over the last 5 7 10 years the consumer has become very very evolved i mean he was pushing the entire industry saying simplify kar so what happened is from first it was just take the bank or take the uh, broker etc put him online and from putting him online we started putting a lots of things online and then it became so big that people started saying ki yaar ye this is too much can we put less things online can we make it simpler while a lot of things are there how can the access to it become simpler so i think 7 8 years ago i probably figured that the most important thing is simplicity and i often argue that i think most of us should if we want to connect with our consumers and we want to provide a better cx uh if you just take 80% of what is what is there and you throw it and burn it i think it will become far better experience for everybody i think reducing choice giving a few things making it more relevant that itself is uh, enough to fuel a lot of the growth and that is what the consumer is asking keep just simplify this entire nonsense for me absolutely and i would i would tend to agree uh, with jamit i think the evolution especially within the bfsi space and that's what actually drew uh, all of us who were building lemnisk as well to to this industry initially uh, although we have expanded since to multiple other verticals um and and i think this the, the i think the bfsi industry for me is unique in the sense that uh, you know of course like for example if you look outside of the broking space for example the product portfolios for let's say a bank or an insurance company tends to be um tends to be smaller they don't have as many products as probably an e-commerce company but uh, the important thing is that the the research cycle and the purchase cycle of um you know of these products are much much longer right and um, that just means that you know an, an an average user that's trying to understand this product and buy it uh, is going to do his or her research on on multiple channels and leave nuggets and trails of information Uh, each time on each of these uh, uh, touch points right so i think uh, from from our perspective as we were building lemnisk uh, it was really important to get um, you know um, a holistic perspective or a holistic view of the user uh, so that you make sure you do two things you make every interaction as rich as possible um, and um, in doing so you also make it as 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 real time as possible right so and and you know and to be able to do that uh, you know when we thought of building out the platform it really means the ability to process these kinds of high volume uh, high variety high velocity kind of data very quickly right and with a lot of industry context like for example if i were to go to insurance uh, you know 60 to 70% of users would probably take just one quote but uh, the others actually take multiple quotes so what does that mean so from a user targeting perspective uh, you know it's important to know 
um, uh, you know, that, that this particular user that you're trying to target has taken multiple codes and make that available, let's say, uh, for people like Jemix to use, um, you know, in, in the journey, in the sort of experience process itself, right? And so that they can use it into the decisioning process, right? So I think these are some of the ways in which you need to be able to go deeper into the industry context and make it available in the platform, I would say. Sobra, yeah. uh, I like what you're saying in terms of uh, the consumer is doing a lot of research and the research cycle is larger in this. But you know what, um, I, I'm, let me try and pick a few points over there. A uh, lot of consumers, I think, are not doing research because the moment you say research, he's thinking, he's reading, he's understanding, there is a structure to it. And I think uh, if I just remove re from there, I mean, he's just saying searching. Sure. He's just trying to discover, he's just trying to find out. He's just the search cycle is large, the, the, the flirting cycle is large. So I hear you and I, I agree with you, but just when you put research, I think most marketers would tend to believe that he's proper kar hai. He's not doing like that. He's, he's just fiddling with it, he's flirting with the category. That's why when you look at it, you have 100 people who give you leads or come 1000 people come onto your website. Four, five, seven convert, 12 convert, we are all partying over here. So from 1000 visitors, you're talking to only 12 actual customers at a best case scenario. At a 15k scenario, you are like, uh, we'll give you an Oscar. So there is a huge number of people who just coming in, coming out, coming in, coming out, coming in, coming out. I think what you're rightly saying, and it comes a lot with uh, what I've seen in my experience is that people are, I don't know, it's like they're just hitting the, the product and going away, hitting the product and going away, hitting the product and going away. And then there are thousands of hitting and only 10, 12 at the end of the day stick. So I think what you're saying in terms of understanding this consumer, understanding which is the right point, understanding which of the others are probably are more stickier than the others or have a probability to stick. I think that's important because a lot of them don't really want a financial product. Yeah. They just, chal sunnate, chal chal lead dal diya, chal mene, uh, I just visited the website. He doesn't even know he's reached the website. So when I was in different avatars, when I was trying to understand from consumers that why would you, why did you come to us? Why would you come to us again, etc. And some customers don't, didn't even know they were with us. Mm. So in my insurance broking platform, it's like they named, he was my customer and he named my competitor. And he said, that's why I'm with you. I'm like, kya kar rahe hai <laughs> and it's not a trivial purchase. It's, it's a 10,000 rupee purchase. So, so uh, I think these guys, the, the consumers are, uh, we believe in finance, they are very involved with the category. I think they are not. I think they are just in and around the category, they are working around. And in the meantime, they happen to buy something and we believe it can change their lives. <laughs> but for them, it's just one job that got done. Investing was a job that got done. Bro uh, insurance is a job that got done. Something else, bank account is a job that got done. And it's not something that they have emotional involvement in that sense. They want to get out of there as fast as possible. Therefore, I think the role of the data, the role of understanding a lot of his uh, life state cycles, the role of understanding where he is, where he is what kind of a mindset he is in, etc. That becomes important. 
So I, I love what you're saying in terms of how one has to understand all of it. It's just that I just wanted to put that little bit of distinction that there is no serious research. Yeah, I, no, I would agree. I think, you know, maybe that's a good way of putting it. The customer is searching for it, maybe not researching for it. I mean, at any given point in time, many of these purchases uh, in the financial space at least tend to be constraint driven, right? So I think it's really important to understand those constraints or the one or two things that the user uh, is thinking about, which is top of mind for them as they're buying that product and probably address that as quickly as possible, right? And uh, so when they are like, for example, like you said, you know, they're casually searching, you know, maybe on the way in their Uber ride back home or, you know, maybe, you know, after dinner for a few minutes. And I think it's really important to stitch that together and, and, and you know, really understand, okay, what does he want? And can I offer that uh, experience, uh, which is relevant and sort of get them through the process very quickly, right? And I also like what you said about uh, 100 becoming 7, 8, and then uh, 10, 12 spoken like a true true ROI, <laughs> ROI marketer. <laughs> thousand people well, visit your I, site. <laughs> I intend keyword thousand people visit. And you have what to show for it? Five? <laughs> <laughs> So I think that uh, that is something that all of us who've been in performance uh, marketing really appreciate the value of making that seven, eight, right? Uh, only only, if, uh, only those who've been through that pain uh, will be able to appreciate it, right? And and I think for me, the business case of, for a CDP, I, you know, I, I joke with anybody who's in the performance marketing space is very easy uh, for me. I just say, look, you've got a hundred users flowing through your funnel and you get 10 conversions. If I can give you a better understanding of half of those, that 10 is going to go to 12. Do you want it or not? And the performance marketer invariably goes, yep, sign me up for it. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think um, the I think the other aspect here is, um, you know, so I, when you think of uh, a user that's probably searching um, for products the way you just explained it, right? Um, you know, in that scenario, Jamit, one question would be, therefore, what are the three or four most important components um, of, of really building, let's say, a, a solid, a high performance uh, customer experience strategy. You know, what, what do you think uh, that would look like? Hmm. It's interesting. Very, very interesting. I think it's changing all the time. But um, at the end of it, I would still, still boil it down to extreme simplicity and the other one, if it is a pitch or is it a sales pitch or is it something else where you're nudging? So one is uh, when he wants to understand it, when he wants to get in, it should be extremely simple. Bank account, simple. Maybe 5%, 4%, whatever. Typically, people want to do a short a range of transactions. You don't want a large range of transactions in the BFSI. And uh, when I'm in insurance also, I realize he wants some simple products, simply sold, not too much complex. That's not what he wants. And when we're trying to pitch or when we're trying to explain to him, it's very important that it has to be in relation to where he stands at this point of time. So that is extremely important that you should not change your life uh, to use my product. You're going through life. My product integrates well into your life. So um, I think we came across these simple insights that when is it that a customer wants to read research? So when is it that he wants to give you a lead? When is it that it's not, you may think that it is important at a certain time. 
वी रियलाइज दैट ही कम्स ऑन अ मंडे मॉर्निंग मंडे मॉर्निंग कोई लीड नहीं देता इन दैट सेंस वेरी फ्यू एंड टिपिकली लंच टाइम के टाइम दे आर गिविंग लीड्स फॉर ब्रोकिंग अकाउंट सो दैट्स वेन इज फिनिश्ड इज जॉब फॉर द डे एंड इज गोइंग इन एंड ही इज नाउ इंटरेस्टेड इन अंडरस्टैंडिंग समथिंग टू डू विथ इन्वेस्टमेंट्स लंच खा के देन इट गोज डाउन एंड इट पीटर्स ओवर अ पीरियड ऑफ टाइम सो यू जस्ट अंडरस्टैंड दिस बेसिक थिंग्स इट इज हिज लाइफ and try and fit it into his life so earlier we used to send uh, i remember in my older avatar send research reports early morning so by first thing he wants to read it then we realize he opens his email box at 10 12 o'clock probably that is a smarter time to read it then we realize there is a large uh, bunch of customers coming after market hours just to think read see etc there is that we need to cater to uh, so when we take uh, if we, if i just understand reality and real life and what are the kind of words we use in real life what are the kind of uh, constructs we use to in real life to make sense out of our everyday thing and we bring that into our product and into our consumer experience that's very 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 important no complex jargons no complex things nothing that you need to change to use my product let me protect just be a simple part of it like we launching which may be launched right from the child plan for insurance it try to simply explain ki you are as it is doing for your child when your child is goes to a certain age uh, he needs give him you need a little bit money if he wants to do little um, post graduation you need a little more money and possibly when he marries or something you may want to give him some money which is broken up into two three things people understood ki ha कितना साल देने का पैसा इतना कब मेरे को मिलेगा या 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 और फिर क्या अगर आपको कुछ हुआ तो ये कंटिन्यू टू मिलेगा बस व्हेन वी एक्सप्लेन द पिच वेरी सिंपली लाइक दिस पीपल अंडरस्टूड मेरे लाइफ में आई एम गोइंग यू आर एडिंग अलोंग विद इट आई डोंट है एलोकेट कैपिटल एंड डू दिस एंड डू दैट टू यूज योर प्रोडक्ट आई थिंक दिस इज वेर आई थिंक बेस्ट सी एक्स जर्नी when we bring simplicity to his life when jamit was obviously referring of you know a couple of minutes back to uh, to the fact that you know there are different users and each one of them uh, have got their own preference with respect to um, uh, you know when they open an email some people might want it at 10 12 am some might want it after lunch some might uh, need it after trading hours right so i think it, that you know so that just tells you that you know as opposed to a cookie cutter approach saying okay people do this people like to open email after lunch on a wednesday because that's midweek and that's when they're likely to have time i think those are this kind of assumptions that i think uh, need to be relooked at and you know if you're able to look at jamit chalaka and subra in distinct ways and recognize that uh, jamit may very well open his email uh, you know at 10 am in the morning on monday and that that might be his preference whereas you might do it on a on, on a wednesday after you know after dinner so i think being able to factor that in uh, is is really what uh, needs to be done and to be able to do this at scale uh you need ai and and you need of course a marketer's intuition to go in but um, uh doing this at scale at an individual user level is simply not possible um without using machine learning in meaningful ways right so that's what i would say yeah so um jamit i think i was just about to uh, intervene and ask you a question on what you were saying which is you know if you have to keep things simple right on the face of it that sounds Uh, of course great yeah i mean i need to know only two or three things when i'm buying uh, an insurance policy a life insurance policy um but i think it's easier said than done because you know uh, at least it's not just something that one function 
can do. It's really about having different functions uh, come together. Like in this case, marketing can craft a simple message, right? But the product, uh, a team needs to reciprocate and simplify the product or the, or the sales channel, which is eventually probably talking to the customer, customer needs to reinforce that simplicity while not taking away from the, uh, you know, from, from the fact that this is an insurance or a financial product as well. So, so how do you think these teams should really start, um, uh, start sort of collaborating and do you see that as being important at all? Yeah, it is. It's extremely important because I think, uh, um, if you leave a lot of the engineering to the scientists, etc., he is likely to over-engineer most of the solutions. I think uh, there is a lot of engineering required. I'm not belittling the kind of stuff that people put on the table because uh, it's ex it's extremely important to understand what is what can happen in people's lives and how uh, finance can be extremely important part of it and how I need to work towards it. But all that financial engineering should be under the surface. It's like the classical uh, cliche of the, of the duck. The, the flapping of the legs are going furiously to where he's going. And on top, it looks like one serene uh, Zen <laughs> uh, picture. So I think it is, it is very important for the engineering to be there. But I think one of the things that we've started doing is trying to put a lot of simplistic research on the table at all points of time. It's very easy to say, okay, this is the consumer. Okay. And uh, try and say, okay, the Bezos rule of keep one chair empty for the consumer. What is he saying? But all of us have various uh, understandings of the consumer shaped by our income itself. It's very difficult for us to understand. So probably, um, probably in, in US, the average salary range is probably not that uh, vast different, but in India, I think it's quite interesting, like uh, in my office also, in most offices, the lowest to the highest can be a factor of 200%, uh, 200 times uh, salaries. The, the living conditions are different. So it's not easy to keep an empty chair. It's what is very important is, and what, we, or what I always try to do is bring simple research into the table. Saying that, no problem, why don't we test it? Why don't we ask five people? Why don't we ask 20 people? And I've also learned the power of asking your own people. People say, okay, you're going out and researching. That's one thing. But if you just go out and research with your sales guys, you have sales guys in Bhubaneswar, you have sales guys in Jammu, you have uh, sales guys in Nasik or Coimbatore. And you ask them and you explain to them. And if it makes an impact in their lives, they are probably more representative, represented uh, in terms of the demographic or the psychographics with the rest of the India, then most of us sitting in office. So people like us problem is, is very strong. When you bring them in at the product stage, at the design stage, and then it becomes easy at the marketing stage. Marketing is just the last layer. It's, it's honestly, uh, in BFSI, I think, uh, we, we produce anything and we tell marketing, now you go and sell it. And that's not going to work. Marketing will have to get entrenched a lot more at the product at the origination point. And he can't get entrenched by opinion. He has to get entrenched by voice of consumer. I remember one of the best research I did. I did one massive research in 2012 or 13, where we did key what is the mobile, uh, the rise of mobiles was before Geo and all that people were thinking. 
and um, 13, 14 would have been. I did this big research and I did a two-hour presentation. Ye kya, wo kya, sab kuch kya. End of the day, the most impactful part of the presentation that people asked me to keep presenting again and again, I must have presented it five times and it's some boards also, was simply the photographs of the respondents that I had taken. That's it. Uh, in their natural setting. And I had just taken it after meeting everybody, just take a photograph just for the heck of it. And then after that, I realized it's lovely photos again. And then I put that into a PPT that just you should know your consumer. I think just nothing I did describe them. We didn't put any demos, nothing, just their natural setting. There's a guy in Bhopal sitting in his office uh, in a wood, uh, he's a wood distributor. Very, very powerful. One other guy coming to, um, came to office, he looked from a lower demographic, lower income demographic, very powerful, very big trader. Some other guy sitting at home with his tab and trying to trade, his wife photo with the app opened. And that was so evocative. And then when you start designing products and you start looking at these people and say, one second, these people are not me, but I know them. They're my uncle, they're my aunt, they're my brother, they're my sister, they're my uh, helper, they're my worker. And then if you work through, I think a lot of it comes through. Just the simple act of bringing them alive into the room. How do you factor that into, um, so, so I, I know you, for example, in, in sort of your, the earlier interactions that I've had with you, um, you've always spoken of understanding the journey, right? But the, I think the journey is very, very different for each of these uh, sort of people that you, uh, that you called out just now, right? So. So how do you therefore uh, factor all of these things into designing probably a one sort of seamless journey for each one of these people? What, what goes in there? What's the secret? See, honestly, my view is they're not different journeys. So especially in the underpenetrated categories, broking was an underpenetrated category. Insurance is at best a 16%, 14-15% penetrated category. Of course, when you look at the urban milieu and you say rural versus urban, top towns, etc., you will find a larger penetration. But one can argue that even in that uh, real penetration, as in how much insurance you want, are you adequately insured? And if you put that as a benchmark, you're again underpenetrated as a category. I think largely the consumers are very similar. So when you look at all of them and when you talk to them, it looks like hundreds of different stories. But actually when you take a thin line and you try and say, is there a common thread? Most stories are one narrative and there is the ideal customer narrative and why somebody has moved out or this is the ideal customer narrative while prospecting and how people saw it and came in and joined this journeys at various points of time. And the journey is an, is an elastic band and you didn't stretch it because it's not necessarily that in five days you get something in your head and you buy a product or you subscribe or whatever. Sometimes it is five years, sometimes it is 50 years. From Bachpan, I was thinking I will invest in the stock market. I wanted to buy insurance for so long. For 10 years I wanted to buy, never ended up buying. So it's like a big elastic band. So fundamentally people tend to follow similar patterns. At least your top customers tend to follow a very straight line method. And when you look at it and what I saw is that it is a question of other people 
you should try and help them see what that your champions have seen and it is that simple the steps are largely similar so trigger consider search choose by experience yeah we it can go a little hazy but you go through all of them you move from one stage to another stage now the question is if i know which stage you are in and that's where the journey becomes complicated because uh, the complication is not that you are following a, a path the complication is from where are you entering the path is largely defined there i think digital is so beautiful because in digital you have a ability to understand his intent a bit either his keyword that is searching for you've got an intent it is a, a insight into his intent so if somebody is searching for insurance is somewhere else somebody ch- searching for child plan is somewhere else somebody is searching for best child plan is somewhere else somebody is searching for buy child plan now is there are different intent there are different parts of the journey similarly stock broking so somebody says a demat account versus stock broking account versus trading software versus futures and options you know that he is on the different part of his journey and he raises his hand in in digital he is telling you so the kind of content he is reading he tells you what he is up to uh, the kind of uh, sites he is going to you understand his mind state and once you understand that you take a rough guess he is in and around that area and you try and pitch it to that stage so on on this side of the uh, so on the purchase journey here you are still talking about the category why it is important to the category then you explain why in this category certain products are important then you move into why your company is interested in the category because now he already knows the category there is no point selling the category now you are talking about your differentiators and the third is how fast and how easy and how quick at a snap it can be done now this is large rules this is broad rules of course in every bfsi industry category i think it is different but when you understand that the journeys then become simpler otherwise the journeys can get very complicated ye kahan se aaya wo kya kar raha hai but if you put them on a path typically people like to follow simple paths everybody is different but they are finally heading on that same road is the way i like to put it it's a fascinating way of looking at it actually fascinating because that just simplifies so many things for you if you really understand that the path is sort of uh, sort of similar so how does all of this come together and i think we are probably uh, you know running towards the end of the clock now but i do want to understand this because i know you have got some big bold ideas here as well is uh, you know how does all of this uh, come together in the form of uh, you know when you actually have to on the ground let's say get together a digital stack or your martech stack and and sort of bring all that together to make something like this happen what goes through your mind what are some of the parameters that you uh, probably look for when you make these selections because these selections are important from your perspective of meeting you know your objectives which which you laid out uh, so far um it's again slightly controversial i have little controversial views on this um i don't think so much that okay uh i think in simplicity in sense of aaj ka tera kya problem hai and let's try and solve your today's problem you have a view that end of the day principles remain a interoperability the ability to move from 
one uh, feature like email to analytics to one view of the customer to the CDP, except I appreciate that. And you have to keep that largely. And largely today, most softwares, most products have APIs that run into each other. So that, that part is largely solved. But if you have that vision that you're building it easy, obviously the simplicity of the data has to be at some point of time a little clean and um, uh, the, the issues or the biases in the data and the bad data has to be sorted out and you try and create a data layer. That's, that's the basic what everybody will try and do. From there, this is like the basic block. After that, you allow everybody to come and say, Tira, let's understand what your problem is. Is it big enough a problem or is it just a fancy tool you want? I think most of the time we end up, we marketers end up buying tools that we think are just fancy. And this is so big and every time somebody gives me a massive suit and a big stack, many times I drone on. I cannot understand it. It just doesn't get into my head because over many years I've understood, tell me one, two problems that I think I will solve. Like a lot of personalization was, was in vogue and what problem is it solving? Let me understand that. So, okay, it's going to solve. What percent of your customers are going to come back onto your website? First explain that to me. Achha. Now tell me, do you want personalization? Is it that big? Do you want to solve website speed first or do you want to solve personalization first? Uh, I want to solve web website speed first. Okay, so let's solve website speed. Then you move. Then you want to move. Do you have a problem that customers are coming in and they want to restart their journey? Yes. Now you require personalization. So then we try and put it in. So it's a question of uh, what people I think don't get. And I think what I want to always keep in mind, what is your appetite and your ability? That's extremely critical. What is your firm's ability? You can take this massive Disneyland, but you're, you're two years old and you can't sit on half the rides because there is a height restriction. What will you do? It's the same thing. You have this massive dreams of doing everything, but an organization maturity, the team maturity, the process you, I think you cannot short circuit it. I have seen startups, I've seen large firms, everybody. Startups probably have a shorter maturity curve. Traditional firms have a larger maturity curve, but the bloody hell there is a maturity curve. You first have to get your basic, you have to get your email, like email orchestration, outstanding. Did you have your domain rep in a in decent order? Domain rep in a What is your process on domain rep? Suddenly one guy will come and say, the compliance guy, my favorite guy who I like to beat. He'll come and say, I want to send a mailer to everybody in my previous author, I remember this. So what, you want to send it to all the customers? Yeah, I want to send it to all the customers who are ever with us at every point of time. Using what? Using the MarTech that you have, I know you can press a button and everybody gets an email. What happens next day to the domain rep of your this thing, it goes for a talk. So all the beautiful Disneyland that you built just died. So when I look at solutions, I look at simple simplicity. Can I integrate it with my existing stack? Do I broadly see it moving in some direction? Is it a high risk product, very expensive? I have to take hundred people's opinions and put it in, or is it a quick, dirty, fast, nice integration that I can take it over? And will it genuinely solve some problem that I face? Of course, I have people who love toys. I love toys. 
little bit of toy i'm i'm okay with the team loving it and playing with it but is it 80% toy 20% delivery or is it 80% delivery and 20% toy this is the question that you have to ask and then that's how okay, i would at one point i know you almost had split your uh, your teams into two one was the toy team and the other was the delivery team right which is <laughs> i remember you actually done that and uh, yeah it's it's fascinating uh, so jamit i mean thank you so much for for doing this session uh, i think for as, as long as i have known you you know you, you've been a live you've always been a live wire with big bold often counterintuitive ideas and i think uh, a lot of that came to the fore today uh, in our discussion today i think this is uh, and i hope that everybody that's listening uh, to this uh, we will really really enjoy this and and learn a lot from this so what sure. came out from other conversations we've been having is the sheer you know composure and the simplicity and you know sort of going back to basics approach so really appreciate that thanks jamit and uh, subra for joining us today